0: I'd like for us to consider Psalm 9 this morning, Psalm 9. I appreciate someone sent me a list of those psalms that had not been selected and discussed in the last couple of years, and it didn't take me long going through them starting at the beginning to, uh, to settle on this one. This is a good one. Amen. Psalm 9, please follow along as I read and then I'll attempt to draw a couple of thoughts from it. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou sattest in the throne, judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. Yes. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer of them that hate me. Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. In the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. Amen. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Hygion, Selah. Amen. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. Amen. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Yes. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. Amen. Psalm 9. Look back with me at verses 1 and 2. I will praise. I will show forth. I will be glad and rejoice. I will sing praise. Yes. Note the responsibility that is provided and charged with them that know the Lord. Amen. It is our responsibility today to show forth and to sing and to praise because we know his name. Right. Look at verses 7 through 10. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment, and he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. We see the Lord as judge here, clearly proclaimed as a powerful, sovereign, all-wise judge, that none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? Verses 9 and 10, however, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. The name of the Lord, we're told in Psalm 27, is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. We're told in Psalm 91, Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Mm -hmm. I will set him on high. Why? Because he hath known my name. You know his name. I'm speaking to people that have been called and shown that glorious light. You know his name. You know this by reading the Bible, that he is both judge and refuge. You know this by your own experience, because his spirit witnesses with your spirit that these things are true. You know his name, Jehovah is Salvation, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Right. And we see this in verse 9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. You know that. Let's rejoice in that. Amen. Verse 16, the Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. The Lord is famous. Yes. I recall Chris describing from Psalm 126, they said among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. He recalled the verses that describe the Canaanites with fear and trembling, recalling the events of Egypt being destroyed in the flood many, many years after that occurred and after the Israelites themselves had trouble remembering it. The Lord is famous. Yes. The Lord is identified and the Lord The Lord's work is discovered by this fingerprint and by this characteristic. The Lord is revealed and his work is properly labeled and properly distinguished by this characteristic. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth, and then it phrases it, the wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. The New Testament picks up this same concept and restates it as sowing and reaping principle. You reap what you sow. And the world knows that. The universe knows that. You reap what you sow. Consider these verses. The violence shall be filled with the fruit of their own doings. All they that live by the sword shall perish by the sword. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Amen. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure in them. Consider with me three or four, just exam- brief. It's all through Scripture. Consider with me a couple of three or four examples of the times when the wicked were sneered in the works of their own hands. Joseph's brothers, when he sold Joseph into slavery, when they conspired together against an innocent righteous man, how long did their money that they received last them? They received some cash, but did it make it through the seven years of famine that were ahead? And they had to bow down to him and ask him for food in the near future. Right. Consider Haman, a well-known and loved example, hung on the gallows that he himself constructed for an innocent man. Consider Ahab and Jezebel conspiring together to get Naboth's vineyard. A short while later, they met their violent deaths. Consider the Jews who crucified Jesus. Within that generation, they were trampled and hung. Consider Judas Iscariot, who also met a violent end shortly after he received cash for his betrayal. Pagans call it karma, good and bad karma. It's universally known: what goes around comes around. But the Lord is known by the judgment which He executes. Amen. This knowledge is the key. Consider when our pastor, when our pastor went through Second Peter chapter one; he covered these verses: "Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Peace and grace." are conveyed through that knowledge and understanding his work. Following, he's given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him who hath called us to glory and virtue. Yes, right. It's mentioned third in the list of things that we're to give all diligence to add so that, we can be, so that we won't be unfruitful and blind in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We recall Job complaining that some folks darken counsel by words without knowledge and they obscure the light of the gospel and pure understanding of the events around them by speculating without knowledge knowing the name of the lord and knowing and understanding and perceiving his work is key yes. in conclusion this psalm presents god as both a judge and a refuge and it's known in his name amazing wonderful let's praise him for it this psalm presents the difference between men and God. Men are shown to be temporary, perverse, and foolish. God is shown to be a permanent defender, a protector, and a wise and creative mastermind of judgment. This psalm presents a right and correct view of the world as established and ruled by God. As Asaph also showed in Psalm 73, this perspective can only be obtained in the sanctuary. This perspective, yes. however, yes. is also necessary to keep Christians from driving themselves crazy by trying to figure out stuff by looking around them right. yes. instead of looking in the world. Yes. In, the world. Yes. in this way, Christians can live comforted and powerful lives, but without it, they can't. Yes. At any given point in time, it is impossible without looking in the Word to see all the causes and effects that God works properly linked and properly weighted, it's impossible. Our limited ability to perceive it is, is a fact, and and it's hard to rightly understand it by looking around us. Our limited awareness of circumstances prohibits us from properly understanding it. Perhaps most importantly, those who like numbers in here can can uh, can realize the accounting isn't done yet. The counting period is not over. It's coming. Let's rejoice. We know the future. Right. Amen. The Lord also, take comfort in this in conclusion, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed and a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Right. Amen.